Hey guys, welcome to Showing Up with Grit and Grace. My name is Katrina and I'm here to walk with you as we navigate the different seasons of life together. In this podcast, expect real talk, a little tough love, and motivation as we take action toward living our best life. Just think of me as your new BFF. Let's go. Hey, I'm glad you're here today. Welcome to Showing Up with Grit and Grace. There have been some heavy feelings I've been carrying, and I've talked to other people, and they've been feeling them too. And so then, of course, duh, let's make a podcast about it, Um, because I have some things that have helped me, and I want to share them with you. You know, there's been a lot of, it feels like, sickness lately, and death, and life-changing events, and breakups, and divorces, and shitty people and stupid things happening and stress. And there's just been a lot of big, heavy things happening. And it's allowed to feel heavy. First of all, it's, it's allowed to feel heavy. It's allowed to make you feel strong feelings. Um, I consider myself a pretty positive person and I'm just feeling some heavy feelings, you know, after grandma passing away and, um, just divorces and holding space for others who have traumatic things happening in their lives too. And just a lot, there's just a lot. And so when you start feeling that way, even though I'm a positive person, I have every bit of permission to feel sad to have negative thoughts, to feel frustrated, upset. Like you have permission to feel any feeling that you get. You have permission. It doesn't make anything wrong with you. It doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you human. It You're human. You're allowed to have these feelings and you're supposed to feel it. And, you know, I feel like what a lot of times we do when we have big feelings, we try to shove it down and then move on with life as fast as we can. We don't take time to actually process these feelings. And then what happens is they're shoved in there and they need released out eventually. And so then sometime down the line, they come out later and it's not about the thing that you're freaking out about. It's really those feelings you never processed a while ago. And so when you have big feelings and when something traumatic does happen or you, you know, have a death in the family or go through a traumatic thing, you should take time and process it. And I know that we hang our hat on being busy and I know that we say we don't have time for those things. But if you don't deal with your shit now, then other people have to walk through that shit and you're just carrying around shit and there's shit everywhere. (laughs) But seriously, if you don't deal with your own shit, then now other people have to walk through that shit you're never dealing with. And that's not good. It doesn't serve you. And it's not like they're uncomfortable feelings. It's uncomfortable to feel sad or to feel super frustrated or super like that's uncomfortable. So I get why we shove them down. And maybe you don't know how to deal with such big feelings. Like I've been the saddest I've ever been since grandma passed away. And I... I'm not used to these feelings. I don't know the right way to process them. Hey, guess what? We have so many resources at our fingertips. You have to use them. 
instead of scrolling social media on your phone, maybe you need to be scrolling resources for how to deal with the thing you're going through. Or there's always a podcast for that. There's a podcast for everything. So finding what resources you need to process those big feelings, however it looks for you and however long it takes. And then, you know, I I had a conversation with a friend not too long ago and she thought she was past something and then big feelings came back up and, and she felt like she had a setback. Uh, yeah, it's called being human. That's allowed. You're allowed to feel like you're doing great. And then the next day be on your ass again. That's human. That's what that's called. And so that's allowed. So that doesn't mean then you're starting back from square one. That actually means you're developing resilience. That actually means that you're developing grit. That actually means you're getting stronger. But these feelings, they're a blessing. Kathy Heller once said, tears are a gift. And I that that hit right where it needed to. They are a gift. And it is amazing and incredible that we can feel all these feelings even if they're uncomfortable and even if they're not, um, you know, always rainbows and butterflies, you know? So with this whole sickness and death and just bad stuff happening, I've learned to really try to focus on being present. And I know that sounds like so silly and so simple, but when's the last time that you were fully present? I feel like we always have our phone around. We always have our computer around. We always have our to-do list near. We always have something else that we're focused on. Even though, yes, I might be in the room with you. Even though, yes, you might be having a conversation with something like someone. Are you fully present? Like right now is everything. You know that quote, enjoy the little things in life because one day you'll look back and you'll realize that they were the big things. That's by Kurt Vonnegut. I think that's his name. Um, it's so true. You know, when, when grandma passed away and I was back home and we were with family, we talked about the little things and that's what made time with grandma so special. It was the little things It was the tea parties with Kool-Aid that I cannot believe she let my cousin and I pour a pitcher of red Kool-Aid into the tiniest ever little cups, but she did. And it was rocking on the front porch with her and listened her talk about politics and eating her 10 pound, super rich, really heavy cake. And it was the little things. It was never the big things, the songs she sang to us. Like it, it, it's always the little things. And when you think back to, you know, memories with someone, whether it's a friend that you miss, like I was thinking about my college roommates the other day and I miss my college roommates. But when I think about what I miss, it's not any big, th- it's just tiny little moments silly things we did. That's what I miss. And that's what, what is so special. So when you're present, when you're fully present and you really try to make it a point to be fully present, which I understand that there's times when you can't be, but that's, that's where the secret sauce is. And so then that's why a gratitude practice is so important because all the little things matter. And so If you develop that habit of writing down things that you're grateful for at the end of your day and you go through your day looking for those special little moments, you'll find them because our brain 
finds what we look for, you'll find them. And then you'll be holding on to those little moments and you'll be paying more attention to those little moments. And that is everything, right? You know, this is kind of, it's kind of a, it's a sick idea, but it's a, it's a actually smart idea. Brendan Burchard talks about mortality motivation. Brendan Burchard is awesome. If you've not ever listened to his work or, you know, follow him on social, he always has great quotes and great um, resources he puts out there. But mortality motivation, like let the idea of death kind of like motivate you and, and inspire you. Like, first of all, if you think about, you know, if I die tomorrow, Am I happy? Am I living the life I love? Am I reaching for more? Am I my best self? Or are there things that I'm upset with? Are there changes that need to make, be made? Am I loving life? Do I matter? Um, those kinds of things. And so when you start asking yourself those questions, if your answers are, no, I hate my job. I'm super stressed out. I never do the things I love. If those are your answers, then this is a perfect time for you to be making changes. This is a perfect time for you to slowly start evaluating, like, what are you here for? What do you want out of life? And then how are you going to get it? And I, it doesn't have to be like some big dream that you're going to start a new build business and make a billion dollars. Like, it doesn't have to be anything like that. But like, if you simply are like, I hate my job and I'm stressed out, well, then start there. Or if you're thinking, gosh, I want to do more of blank, do that thing, find a way to do more of that. And so the idea of mortality motivation, it kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies, but at the same time, it is really powerful. It is really motivational to think in that lens. And I'm sure that if you searched up Brennan Merchard, I'm sure you could find more information. I'm, I've heard him talk about it plenty of times. Um, but that idea of using mortality as motivation can maybe really spark, I don't know, a fire in you. I've heard some stories of people who have had COVID and who have gotten really sick. And then they say like they came out a changed person. And I know that's happened plenty of times in the past. Like you have a life or death, life, blah, 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 life threatening experience and then it changes you. You know, when I had my stroke, I came out on the other end, a changed person. So I get that. And so maybe that's what you need. Maybe, maybe you need to just think like that. So you can kind of get that spark back and start making changes and, and really start taking control and, and living a life you love, right? Doing the things you love, being present with the people you love in a job that you love. And, and if you're sitting there saying, well, that's not, really a thing. I don't really think that you can love your job. Well, then you need to look harder because there's people everywhere in this world that do something that they love for a living. And maybe it's not that you don't love your job, but maybe there's parts of it that you're not loving. Then, then go down that avenue. But this just gets questions. You asking yourself questions and then hopefully you can find answers and, and take action on those things. Then I think about, you know, the last time I had hugged grandma when she was herself was in December of 2019. And if I would have known that that would have been the last time that I was going to hang out with her outside of 
um, her assisted living facility without masks, without social distancing, without her being extra sick. Like if I would have known that, I think maybe I would have done things a little differently. You know, we did our nails together. It was Christmas time. I sat at the table, mom and dad's kitchen table and talked with her and stuff. So there's so many times that things are happening that it could be your last time doing that thing. And it doesn't even need, it doesn't even have to be like death. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be dark here. I'm just, I'm just processing this with you. Like I'm just being transparent, but like I saw on social media one time, it had like a picture of the Sandlot and it was a meme that said like, there was a time when it was the last time you ever played with like your childhood neighbors or childhood friends or whatever it said, something along the lines of that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, when was the last time, what were we doing that we all played together and then it just never happened again, right? And I was like, ew, but that's true. And so we think, oh, we're not a kid anymore. Like that stuff doesn't matter. But like, when is the last time you're doing that thing or hanging with that person or, you know, you go out to eat all the time. When's that last time that you, I just, I don't know. It just, it just gets me thinking about things. So not like act like every day could be your last because I don't, it's not like that intense, but making sure that you're savoring every moment with people that you love and, and just every day. And even if you're at a job that you don't love, like how can you make the most of it? How can you squeeze every last drop of joy from everything you're doing? And I know that sounds intense, but damn, it it's powerful and it's real. I mean, life-changing Events are happening all the time and, and life changes in a blink of an eye. Things change in a blink of an eye. And it's like, this could be your last Christmas with someone, or it could be the last time you were together as a family because then a divorce happened or right. So just, it's kind of getting your brain going on and reevaluating things. And I think this is a perfect time to do that because, you know, with the new year coming up, I know people always set resolutions and you always set goals and you're going to be a new person and it's a fresh new slate. And I think it's going to be extra amplified this year because 2020 sucked and then 2021 wasn't any better. And now 2022, hopefully it's the best year yet. But I'm sure there's going to be people who are saying like, hope it's not like the other two years. And that's such bullshit, by the way, because what you look for, you'll find. And if you're sitting here saying, hope this year isn't as bad, then you're going to find reasons why it sucks too. Like, that's a shitty attitude. But right now is the perfect time to, you know, remind yourself that you're in control of these things. You have the power to control what kind of experiences you have every day. You can control your attitude, your effort, your actions. You can control how you react to things, even things outside of your circle of control you can still control how you react, right? You can decide that you're going to choose joy every single day, even in the hardest seasons. Like you're allowed to hold space for opposing big feelings. You're allowed to to choose joy even in moments of like severe grief or um, you're allowed, like that's allowed. There's not rules on this. I know that people try to put rules on this, but you're allowed to be and feel how you feel, right? But just keeping in mind to be present and and enjoy all those little things and find gratitude every day 
and find like be grateful for all those little things and and kind of just remind yourself to squeeze every little drop of joy out of things and it could be your last and and if you're not happy and if there's things that you aren't loving go back to the episode where I talk about joyless suck list and write all those suck list things down write it all down list it out and make some damn changes because you get this one life you get this one life and you're in control of how you spend these days and hours and it kills me that we act like we have all the time in the world you don't so like what is it going to take for you to start choosing to live your best life what's it going to take for you to start reaching for more and designing a life you love like what's that going to take Don't wait till something tragic happens. Don't wait till something traumatic happens. Start making changes now. Okay? All right. So live your best life. Choose joy. Focus on what you can control. Ask yourself these important questions. Feel all the feelings. Be present. And keep showing up with grit and grace. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you found a takeaway that was helpful for you. I'd love to know if you liked my message. DM me or share this episode and tag me at Katrina McMurtry. If there's any way I can support you or a topic you'd like to hear about, let me know. We're in this together. You're already doing it. You're making moves. Get excited about your life. I'm so grateful you're here.